live from Mighty Trapdoor Mansion. Hi, it's Hot Tit Hill. It's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine. Featuring Frank Hemblin, Horace Pengrove, William Bentley III, with Stinky the Game Master, T.T. Schmootkins, Tishka Honeypot, Alex Greenspan, and Cut Cockbirth. Arcade Weekly. We do this weekly, evidently, because of the name. I am Wiggly of We Talk Games. On the Skype Pike is Kyle Von Kubik. I got fresh new kicks and pants. Oh, that's always good. On the other Skype Pipe, you won't believe it, here he is, Keith the Robo Duke. Ahoy! Coming to you from the sewers of New Jersey. And <laughs> yeah, we found that out last week. Uh, in the booth, of course, Teen Laquifa. I wish one of your guys had children so I could kick them in their fucking head or stomp on their testicles so you could feel my pain because that's the pain I have waking up every day. As always, she's our new birth booth operator. Now, Keith. Yes. Let's talk about Robo Duke here. Is it because you like RoboCop and Duke from uh, G.I. Joe? What, what is this about? It's uh, a little bit of RoboCop because I, uh, you know, if I lived in a far flung future where Spice ruled the universe, Ew. harvested <laughs> on Arrakis, I would want to be a Duke in that universe, like Duke Leto Atreides, oh. except I would want to be part robot. I see. I'd want to so, be King Robo Ralph. Duke. You'd be King Ralph? I'd want to be Bionic King Ralph. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, your bowling game would be really good if you had a robotic arm. <laughs> and uh, that wig. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a what, movie. What were they thinking there? They weren't. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, Stinky, I'm surprised Stinky the Game Master, who owns this uh, show and everything else, he owns us. I'm surprised he didn't make a movie yet with people making a bet on if they could make a Neanderthal person be a high part of society. If they, if they could get the uh, Neanderthal to be the prom queen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then the Neanderthal takes off his glasses and he all of a sudden looks beautiful. Yes. And what do you know? He fell in love with someone, but no, I really do it love you. It started as a bet, but I love you now. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> She really is all that. <laughs> They're remaking that movie. Well, why not? It really does need a remake. Just we haven't seen 500 fucking remakes of it already. We need hey. the taming of the shrew again. <laughs> hey, speaking of yes. tame shrews, it's a super special spring fling yeah, concert series. Powered by Rit Team, Rosenstein's 
Information Technology and Enriched Double Macaroni is bringing you the We Talk Games Spring Concert Series. And today we're going to feature another great video gamey band. The Megas! Oh my gosh! I love With those guys. Track, I'm Not the Break Man off their album Red. Wow. Speaking of Mega, we're getting some Mega Stars. With the Anamana Poochie? Yeah. <laughs> My Poochie. Well, remember that toy Poochie, the dog? From The Simpsons? No, from... That was the, Santa's the, little from, helper. From the girl's aisle at Kmart. Popples. Yeah, Popples, but they also had Poochie. Poochie was a dog. I remember they had that one, that the one, the cats, and they had marbles in their heads, and their their heads must have been like serrated on the inside. So when you rolled the marble around in their head, it made a purring sound. It went. Oh, I don't remember this. Yeah, it's great because you didn't need batteries. Wow. You know, it was very clever. Very. Clever. You know what? What also is great? Hmm. We're on Twitter at Week Talk Games. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash WTG podcast. Like, subscribe, comment. Let us know you're listening. How can you listen to the, the muggles? The muggles? The megas. The megas? Yeah. Oh, check them out on their Bandcamp page. Okay. Like, I don't know. You fucking threw me off. I don't have a contact for them. Oh. So I'm sure look they have up. a website. Let me uh, look. I think real they're quick. located at houdini.org. Yub dub. Go ask Jeeves. They're on Clip Clop. I'm asking Jeeves right now. Okay. <laughs> Check them out at themegas.com. Wow. So easy, a pretty Neanderthal could do it. <laughs> yeah, they're a good band. They uh, take the songs from Mega Man games and rock out on their guitars and drums and whatnot and make up lyrics about the robot masters and whatnot to the music. They're really good. Right. And they're coming to Philadelphia in your neck of the woods, Wiggly, oh. for the Too Many Games Festival happening on June 27th. Now, here's a very important question. Can they bend their knees? Well, you got to go and find out. Ah! That's a great way to get people in the door. Come for the bending knees curiosity. Stay for the music. Today we're going to be talking about an Irem game, and you know I have an affinity towards Irem because uh, I mostly played their arcade games when they were ported to the TurboGrafx-16, and I love their attention to detail, R-Type, R-Type 2, R-Type 3, R-Type 4, R-Type 5, R-Type Alpha, R-Type Super. Any game by them always mm. seemed to have some... Real attention to detail, incredible shading choices and whatnot. This game does really not have any of that. <laughs> Hammer, and, <laughs> Hammer and Harry 1990, but it has a great name, Hammer and Harry. There's some choices. There's some choices. They might not be good choices, but they're certainly choices. <laughs> it's not the worst game. It's not the best game, but... Some of these games that I pick, I know that I, I don't necessarily play them right before we put them on the schedule. Mm. I remember them or I hear a name and I say, we need to do this because it's called Hawker. Right. Because it's called PP Station or whatever the other <laughs> games we did. Guzzler. These are games that I didn't necessarily know anything about them except their name. Hammer and Harry, I do remember seeing and drooling over and wishing I could play it. So I thought, oh, let's go ahead and do that. It's a horizontal action platform game where you have a hammer. 
Now, I'm going to give a little bit of making mechanics. Iram also created this 1984, six years before Hammer and Harry. They came out with Kung Fu Master. And a lot of people know Kung Fu Master if they're my age, 100. <laughs> You're trying to rescue Sylvia, of course. and yes, From Mr. X. That's but important, Wiggly. It Don't is, forget Mr. X. It is very important, but I think the most important thing on your to-do list, which you look at at the beginning of the game, is the very last thing, and it says, because you go to Devil's Palace and stuff like that, it says, Sons of the Devil will entertain you. Yes, Mom, don't worry. It's an entertainment game, not a fighting game. <laughs> They're going to do a song and dance and uh, you know, shuffle off to Buffalo. Two years before Hammer and Harry, we had Vigilante, which I talk about ad nauseum by Iram 1988. Uh, you know, Vigilante will share a lot in common with Hammer and Harry. Hammer and Harry, once again, 1990 by Iram. And I also bring up 1990 Jackie Chan's Action Kung Fu by Hudson, which was only released on the consoles. It was released for the NES uh, first in 90, and then in 91, it came out for the TurboGrafx-16 in Japan and in 92 in the United States. And I got to tell you, if you want to play a pretty good action platformer and have a well-controlling chibi character mm -hmm. that's not just left to right, but slight inclines and slopes and things like this and catching dragon ball things a lot of I mean, cool uh, power-ups and stuff yeah and you know you're doing a lot of mythical chinese i guess uh, elements because it is uh, kung fu i say try this for your turbo graphic 16 or tg16 emulator because it's funny his nickname is big nose in japan believe for jackie chan yeah oh yeah he's known for his big nose <laughs> yeah call him hanataka daka over there yeah exactly that's right we got to do some type of thing with that game. Yeah, definitely. I love that game. Oh, man, so much good in that game. Yeah, anyway, and let's the, talk Jackie about Jackie Chan. I played that on Nintendo. I never played that on uh, TG16. Oh, please do. It's great on the NES, too, except that you don't really get that uh, caricature of all the people in that game. You know, oh. he doesn't really look like Jackie Chan, like a chibi Jackie Chan. He just looks like a more cartoon Jackie Chan. He doesn't have his signature big nose, actually, on the NES version. <laughs> oh, he's got it here. He's got like a Bob Hope nose he put on. <laughs> He looks like him, and the chibiness is great, and the, the shading is great. Uh, so, yeah, really, I picked that. But, you know, I, I can't, John, and I wish he was here to defend Keith Courage in Alpha Zones, but I got to tell you, Keith Courage was a pack-in, and uh, I would have packed it in if that was the only game I ever got <laughs> for my Turbo, because I just think it has great concepts, great ideas, but it just is so bad in the animation department, and I'm not crazy about the art direction either. And, you know, that's a Hudson game, too, but Jackie Chan's Action Kung Fu, man, they hit it on the nail with that one. And it's very similar. You don't turn into a robot. No. Going back to the big nose thing, yeah. I'm sure both of you have seen this, but maybe not. Have you ever seen when the Japanese, particularly in entertainment or commercials, go white face and they put a gigantic Groucho Marx white nose on? I'm just thinking about Frankenstein girl versus Dracula girl. So <laughs> yeah. that's that's with the big afro and the black face and all that. So no, I don't really remember that too much. Oh, it still happens today. Oh, does it? Okay. Like I'm sure there was a commercial released yesterday that has <laughs> Japanese people going white face. Okay. I, I, Look it up. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, I've never heard of it. I've seen plenty of blackface in Japanese. Yes. No, no, oh yeah, that yeah. sadly still exists as well. But whiteface, 
I think it's deserved. And I know a Pepsi machine fighting another Pepsi machine. That happens. They're robots, of course. Yeah, motherfuckers love Pepsi. Outside yeah. of America, people really like Pepsi. Yeah. It's well. like soccer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking <so>. idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, football? What a dumb name. Just because you kick a ball around with your foot only. Why well, call it football? You want to play football, you play it with a... Your hands. You throw <laughs> your it. Hand, your yeah. receiver. Right. Yeah. You, and he catches it. Yeah, you it's shove it between your balls and right in it in the guy holding your ass and everything. He comes and the least, least important part uh, is when he kicks it. <laughs> we hate the kicker. Yeah. yeah. The game's called hawker, not football, okay? <laughs> right. Exactly. So anyway, let's get back to Hammer and Harry since we, we've sort of blown in on this. Like I mentioned, it doesn't have the same level of artistic detail usually associated with an Irem game. Graphically, it reminds me a lot of DJ Boy. Huh. It does. It just those strange look like they're not anime. Right. But there's definitely an Asian flair about them. They almost have like a European nod about the choices, particularly with the boss battles where the, yeah. the boss characters are bigger. They have those strange faces that I could only connect to B-Rap Boys and DJ Boys. You're right. You're right. I, I never made that connection. However, Harry is definitely Japanese. Yes. Harry is a, is a squat, uh, chibi character. And the uh, music that's chosen for this game is very <laughs> stereotypical. Oh, my. Oriental it's, music. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. It's all the uh, taiko drum and... Dum, dum, ba, bum, bum. It reminds me of... Tiffany's things happening. In oh, here. God. <laughs> yeah, almost. Reminds me of a little bit of uh, Mystical Ninja and Pocky and Rocky. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. this, you know, with all the Japanese flair. But more offensive. Yeah, more offensive and, and more modern as well. True. The gameplay, it's like a softer version of Vigilante. It moves a lot like Vigilante. It's as if they didn't improve on the controllability of the character. And it also has the platforming elements in it, which Vigilante does not. Vigilante is straight Taymaker going on. Vigilante is more like uh, the Kung Fu Masters, like I had mentioned before, except more pretty. I don't know why it hit this note for me, but I really felt like it played similar to Bonk or Bonk's Adventure, PC Genshin, mm. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, this is not disparaging Bonk or other games that I'll bring up, but it, it, this game comes off as a one-note platformer. Hmm. With this game, yeah, there's your, your ladders and jumping and things, and, and the emphasis is on the hammer use. But at the end of the day, I can't see making more games with this character unless it really clicks with you. And it didn't really click with me. The game is very playable, and I would recommend at least one pass playing it. But to me, it felt like a bonk or it felt like a Kirby. It felt like a one-note platformer, and I know I'm going to get shit for that. Yeah, um, you are. But <laughs> it, it, I don't see any sort of foundation to build anything off of. I'm going to classify Sonic the Hedgehog in that same category as a single-note platformer. Well, that's because that sucks. Because you only got two <laughs> games out of that series. It's the first one and the second one. After that, it's the same shit over and over again. I'm sorry for fans of the franchise. Shockingly, this game actually has seven games in its series. What? I, was surprised to find I did out. not know that. I yeah, actually found eight games. Oh, okay. Um, eight games. Maybe I didn't count this game when I was counting them up, but the most recent one came out in 2008 on the PSP. Wow. I knew. Well, I didn't know. I. I surmise that they were going for a mascot-type character with this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And another reason I brought it up was because 
I felt, and this might not have anything to do with reality, however, it really is a good baseline for how America could take a game and fuck it up when they bring it to the United States. And this was probably one of the first arcade games I could attribute that to. Now, I might be completely wrong, but because they brought in It's Hammer Time, because they brought in Let's Get Busy, the only two pieces of voice work I could really hear as being from the original Japanese version would be the ouch. Mm-hmm. And at the end where uh, the girls go, Hammer and Harry. But the Hammer Time and the Let's Get Busy seem like they're right from America. Now, I, like I said, I could be wrong, but I think that it's a good example of something America would do right. to games. And, you know, I'm, I could be completely wrong, but I think when he goes, it's Hammer Time. I think that's MC Hammer saying that. Like, they sampled that. You think so? Because it it is sampled voice. Let's get busy! It does not sound like the guy was like, it's Hammer time. It doesn't sound similar at all. It sounds nothing like Hammer and Harry looks, even. No. Because it's like, let's get busy. Busy. Like, again, it, it fed into this these notes of DJ Boy for me. Right. Well, a short time ago, Hammer and Harry lost his shit on some construction guys. Yeah, Rusty and, Nails Construction Company. Yeah. Came and fucked up his house. <laughs> so fuck them, right? Let's go destroy everything they have. It is a tough game. It's a one-hit wonder game. There's only a few power-ups. You could get a an extra hit safety helmet. Yep. Uh, you can get a pal that makes your already huge mallet ridiculously huge. The safety helmet looks like the guys, and I guess it, this is something that is um, seen in Japan a lot because in Mega Man, there's those little helmet oh, yeah, dudes yeah, 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 that yeah. pop up and, and shoot balls of energy at yeah. you. Mm-hmm. That's the helmet you're wearing. So that's an extra hit you get. Right. And then there's also the hot pepper. I think that's it. The hot pepper makes you be able to hammer like a fucking freak show. You can swing. The hammer goes around you. Right, right, right. 360. So sort of like the screw attack in Metroid. As long as you're hitting that and enemies hit into you, they're going to die. So it's like an extra level of protection. Right on. And And I will give the game credit for it's the use of the hammer. Yeah. Because you use it as a shield. You do. And you can hit it in different directions. You can ground pound. You can point it up. If there's hazards falling down your head, you can point it up like a shield and it'll bounce off. Yep. And I thought that was really cool. I just don't think you can do a lot more with that. But evidently I'm wrong. (laughs) They (laughs) they kept putting out game. I got to check into that. And once again, not one button wee wee action on this title. No. Yeah. An unusual choice to not blow their graphic wad on the first level. You know, usually mm. an Irem game or even any, any arcade game is going to really put effort into making that first level spectacular so that you want to continue, especially the end boss. Very anticlimactic. You're fighting construction workers basically on here. And for some reasons, some ramen noodle guys that come popping out at you and throw, <laughs> throw a noodle bowl at you. I think those were the uh, construction workers on break okay, yeah. or something like All that. Right. And you're interrupting their lunch. So they're like... And fucking drown you in noodles and kill you. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of boxes. There's a lot of girders. There's people trying to dump cinder blocks on you out of their wheelbarrows. And uh, a lot of these boxes you could jump on to try to get to different places or just smash. Beware of the single block. There's usually a pervert inside ready to drop a penis pump bomb out of his <laughs> wiener hole. <laughs> 
they get really creative with the enemy types in this. Those wheelbarrow guys you were talking about that dump the cinder blocks. Yes. Uh, after they dump the cinder blocks, they'll start going towards you, and they will actually take the opportunity to drop the wheelbarrow and the handle. It's like there's a knife in the handle yeah. of their yeah. wheelbarrows. Yeah. I th- think it's like the Rusty Nail Corporation is the Yakuza of construction workers. Well, definitely. As you play through, you realize that the premise is almost too real and that the mafia is in control of the construction company. Right. Uh, One of the boss battles, you're fighting uh, dudes in a limousine and they're throwing grenades out the window at you. So yeah, Yeah. it it, it is that. And you nailed it, Keith. Yeah, Yeah, that comes out of nowhere though. Like you're fighting these like kind of evil construction guys. You walk to the next screen and if you're not quick enough, that car will just hit you. All of a sudden, there's a guy in a car shooting guns at you. And I was yep. like, wow, this did get way too real all of a sudden. Holy yeah. shit. There are parts that are really cool. The embosses are usually some type of weird type of construction vehicle that you have to smash while it's trying to throw hammer balls at you or drill bits and things like this or with the cars. And then you smash them. You completely smash them. Now, there's only like two frames of animation to their smashing, but... They kept true to their hammering motif. You know, you really do hammer. And like you said, Kyle, you can block above your head with it. You can smash down. And when you're ducking, this can block things from hitting you. And when you have a giant hammer, here's my pro player tip. Don't be a wimp on the hammer button. Hammer like a fucking maniac. Yeah. I thought, oh, I use my hammer with accuracy. Here comes something. I'm going to hammer it. Just keep walking and mashing on that button as yeah. fast as you can. ABS, always be shoe hammering. Yes. <laughs> yes. Always be hammering. Yes. Yeah, I'd say my uh, pro player tip with the hammer is uh, you can stun some of the early bosses. Yes. So you can take them out really cheaply by just hammer the ground. They get bounced back, wail on that button, hit them a couple times, and just repeat. You can just stun and repeat. You can catch a couple of the bosses in some loops and take them out very easily, including the final boss. You can get through this game. It's much like Vigilante. You can get through this game fairly easily as long as you don't keep dying. Learning how to avoid death, I think, is important yeah. in this game. Unlike all other arcade games, yeah. <laughs> try not just, to die. Yeah, or you could just keep dying and pumping in the quarters because they're pretty generous with your respawns. That's like true. You, you get a lot of distance out of a level. Like you don't have to start a whole level over. There's at least three different spots you'll respawn through on a, yeah. on a round. Except the final stage, which you only have five continues unless you do something with the dip switches, I guess. Oh, really? So I think that was neat that they did that. Yeah. Uh, final stage limited to five continues. I don't know if you can modify that. And the final stage, though, isn't really that hard. I think one of the harder levels is when you're going up on that lift. There's yes. A- yes. And there's the uh, the balls swinging, the spiky balls swinging yep. back and forth you can hit. And there's guys hanging on poles with flamethrowers shooting at yep. you. Yeah, that's that was the most difficult part of the game for me, for sure. And people crash through windows. So there's a lot of unique elements to this game that didn't happen in other games. Yeah, this game is like a a 60-40 split for me. Yeah. Um, Because there's elements that I really like, like the environments, and even though it's always this construction theme, there's creativity and Early on, guys riding jackhammers like pogo sticks will crash through a window and try to attack you. But if they miss you and hit the floor, they'll reveal a hole in the floor that has spikes. Right. Like, that's a nice attention to detail. But 
Harry feels very clunky when you're controlling him. And there's certain times where, particularly when he's climbing a ladder, and I don't know if it's trying to be kitschy, but it looks like Filmation handled that part, mm. where he climbs the ladder as if he was in a Game & Watch game, right. where it's click, 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 like two frames of animation. Or some of the boss battles, there's like two frames of animation. But there's other parts where the sprites are very expressive or there's multiple iterations of them like we touched on with the wheelbarrow guys they dump the cinder blocks on you then they come at you with the wheelbarrow then you break away the wheelbarrow and now they try to stab you with a knife so there's some strangeness in there where it's like oh man is this game crappy and then there's other elements where you're like i you know i kind of like that choice for me there was more detracting from it than elevating it I still think the game's worth a look. Yeah. I probably won't revisit it anytime yeah. soon. Right. But I think the game's worth a look because of the weirdness, because of that same odd choices that you saw in a DJ boy, you see in this game. I might want to try the other eight versions. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, you know what? This is one of those games that has a Game Boy game that came out a year later, 1991, that it's almost identical to what you're doing in the arcade, but this time you're fighting ghosts. <laughs> so the ghosts come and fuck up your house. Wow. Yeah. The ghosts of the construction workers you bashed your skulls in. Maybe. Now, I don't think it's really going to ruin anything. When you when you get to the final boss, of course, it's the big boss and the high rise and all that. And he's, you know, quite wealthy. But he's like in a, he's in a, yeah, he's in a hover chair, of course, like you would be. Isn't that how the narc big boss yeah, guy is? Yeah, I, I was thinking that too. He kind of look. he seems like a, he is that generic Mr. Big super gangster character. And it definitely reminded me of the guy at the end of Narc who is like in a floaty chair kind of thing. Or even Mr. Burns in The Simpsons beat him up. He's in like a <laughs> right. floaty robot suit kind of thing. Right. But two of the greatest attacks, I think, come from the big boss guy. He coughs money at you and then he unzips his pants and a laser beam comes out of his yes. dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought at first, I thought he had a Schwartz ring and he was just holding his hand down by his crotch and like <laughs> shooting a laser at you or something like that. I didn't notice him dropping his fly. I don't know. That's what it looks like to me. It looks like it's coming out of his fly. I that sounds know. better to me anyway. I thought maybe, maybe he had like a super belt buckle power. Who knows? But yeah, him coughing up the money is great. Like he's flapping his coat. It looked to me like he was coughing it up and he's just, this coat's full of money and he's just flapping it out at you from his pockets. Yeah. Just vomiting money. Uh, yeah, the sound effects in this game, and I don't know if you guys noticed it, but are completely ripped off of Super Mario World. Really? Did you no notice that? Yeah, that like the thwomp noise is there, the jump noise is there. There's a couple of sound effects that I was like, this is Super Mario World sound effects. And then I looked it up to find out when these games were released. They were released the same year, mm. but uh, Mario World was released in January of 1990. I couldn't get a month for this game. Okay. So I'm thinking they just blatantly ripped off those sound effects. <laughs> Someone snuck in. Yeah, I don't know. But that last guy, you can actually cheese him out. When you hit him, he kind of gets knocked back a bit. And he'll go backwards and he'll immediately start floating up. And if you hit him as he's floating up, he'll drop to the ground again. Mm -hmm. And you can just keep hitting him as, like, if you hit him twice on the ground, like, hit him, falls to the ground, hit him as he's floating up, and you just keep cycling that. And you can, you can hit him enough that he won't even get an attack off. That cops are coming to pick up Mr. Big. <laughs> I hear him in the background. Yeah. And then something really weird happens. After you defeat him, he's like a robot with shit coming out of his back and everything. But then somehow you've saved the boss and now he's a good guy, but he's a human. Yeah, he says, you knocked the bad sense out of me <laughs> with a terrible pun. Right, right, right. He decides... Yeah. 
I'm a good guy now. But he was a robot just a second ago. Now he's a guy. And now the construction site, everyone else is good now, too. <laughs> Finish him. Friendship. <laughs> right. <laughs> Perfectly said. It's weird. It's. I felt like the main character has that old wooden hammer and he's for the old way of Japanese construction using real wood and wooden hammers and traditional and these evil guys came in like no the way is flamethrowers and and jackhammers and all sorts of stuff you know and Hammer and Harry has to defend his his honor as most do in Japan right and now here's T.T. Schmootkins with next week's We Talk Games Video Power Magazine Arcade Weekly Arcade Game Audio Clue Hello, I am Titty Scrootkins. Here is next week's We Talk Games, Video Power Magazine, Arcade Weekly, Arcade Game Audio Clue. Good luck, dudes. So what's your clue for next week's game? Oh, wait, this is weekly? The fuck were we thinking? Ugh. Let's uh, get busy! <laughs> it's hammer time! Can't touch this. <laughs> Ouch! Do what I want to do. Say what I want to say. Dance how I want to dance. Play how I want to play. Are you getting it, Armageddon it? You go. Oh, me go. Oh, uh, an anteater? Really? <laughs> hmm. Mine is, I am the king of lungs. Mine's, Soko clearly has a listening problem, and the orcs are telling me it's ADD. Hey, let's continue our endless spring concert series. That wraps up next week. Right. Powered by Rateem. Holograms are delicious. And here's The Megas with I'm Not the Breakman off their album Red. Check them out, themegas.com and their Bandcamp page. <laughs> 